recap. It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Good morning to you. It is officially Taco Tuesday. No matter how you celebrate Taco Tuesday, do it while wearing an N95 mask. Thanks for being with us today. Hopefully you're having a great day. It's time to dive on into Tuesday. So, sad news. uh, Vanessa Bryant. She's in the news. Did you see what was going on with her? Yeah, I did. Of course, uh, Vanessa Bryant, she wants justice. Apparently... Somebody shared crash photos of Kobe Bryant's No, crash. people at the sheriff's department are doing it. Yeah, at the county sheriff's to punish those responsible. So, um, yeah, that's a bad thing. We'll give you the details on that. Uh, we'll tell you about the original founder of Trader Joe's. He was actually really named Joe. His name was Joe Colum. Anyway, not doing so good. He passed away. Um, so we'll tell you what he passed away from and... Uh, you know, how it affected a lot of people. And will it affect Trader Joe's? Who's going to be there now? Uh, there's a hotel that helps foster dogs. We've got a Reddit post with amusing wedding speech mishaps, which is one of my favorite things to get into. Mm-hmm. Love a good wedding thing. And the FCC, they find four major phone carriers. So, Take that, AT&T. Yeah, so what was that about? Payback after years of charging us ridiculous rates, The four major phone carriers now have to pay up, and it's a lot of money. We'll tell you how much money the FCC is fining them um, coming up. And if you're self-quarantining because of the coronavirus, well, there's hackers out there that are taking advantage of it. We'll tell you how they're trying to steal people's monies and identities coming up as well. So, busy show. Don't go anywhere. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. So let's talk about the FCC for a second. Just like Eminem said, the FCC won't let me be, or let me be me, so let me see. Try to come around on MTV. Okay, karaoke, calm down. Okay. Uh, well, I guess they're finding some uh, major, major phone carriers. Verizon, Sprint, T-Mobile, and AT&T. The big four. Yep. There's uh, apparently for selling users location data. The buyers were then selling the data to third-party location services. The FCC said the phone companies failed to get customers' consent, so now they're being fined. How much? Well, $200 million in fines, which isn't really that much for those companies. I think it's per carrier. Oh, is it per carrier? Yeah. Well, good. But even still, I want to say, like, gotcha, but at the same time, you know they're going to turn around and dump that cost on us. Yeah, and then who gets that money when they get fined? The government. The FCC. Yeah, yeah we, we don't, don't get it. Where's my money? Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you for saying that what they did was illegal and fining them. Can I have my my, my share, share? Yeah. of my uh, information that was sold? That's ridiculous. You know, whatever. Well, the government got a good payday. Darn right they did. That's a good plan to be doing. Like, hey, you screwed these people over. Pay us. Okay. I guess it kind of helps us in radio, though, because like we work with the FCC, you know, yeah. quite a lot. So maybe they'll uh, get more staff, and the wait won't be as long when Man. we got to file paperwork. I don't know. I, mean, I doubt it. <laughs> That'll never happen. 
Um, all right, we're going to take a little break. When we return, we're going to talk about Reddit post. There's a Reddit post that's gone around about weddings that's pretty darn funny. And uh, it's about horrible speech mishaps. Some of my favorite, favorite times during a wedding. So we'll talk about that coming up in a few. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. So let's talk a little bit about horrible weddings. Reddit post amusing wedding speech mishaps. So Reddit is revisiting the cringeworthy thread that featured users sharing stories about bad wedding speeches. Among the jewels, one best man saluted the groom's late wife in front of the new bride. Oh. And the maid of honor mentioned, eh, well, some inappropriate stuff um, in front of people. She said that her and her friend uh, basically high-fived a gentleman together. So probably not the best time to tell your future husband you had a threesome with the maid of honor. <laughs> it feels Lovely. like not the time to have that story, Karen. Why yeah. Why is that in your speech? Uh, yeah. So there's well, But I want to know, what, what crazy ones do you have? Because you've been in the wedding industry for a long time. Yeah, I got a lot of crazy wedding stories. So give us a couple. Give us mm-hmm. give us your gems. Come on. Um, Share it. I'll just do the ones I haven't shared before, because I've shared, I think, all the big ones before that I've seen. The, the minor ones, which it happens more than you'd like to think, is the people who didn't approve of the couple getting married. Uh-huh. So I did one in Fresno that the, 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 the family of the groom was Mormon. And the family of the bride was Jehovah Witness. Uh-huh. And both of those religions... Apparently don't get along. They don't get along. And, uh, you know, if you're Mormon, you're supposed to get married in the temple. But they right. couldn't do that because she's not Mormon. If you're Jehovah Witness, it's a big thing. So both families were pissed. They were there begrudgingly. Mm. And they told me specifically, don't let my father get the microphone (laughs) and i was like okay and this is probably my third or fourth wedding like i was new to it Uh so i didn't realize what that meant i learned and this is why i'm so such a stickler about it years later because this happened so he comes up and goes hey uh it's time to give speeches right and i said yeah we're gonna do the battle of five minutes and he grabs the mic he's like turn it up turn it up turn it up so i'm like oh okay i didn't know any better yes sir you okay sir so i turn up the microphone He's like, hey, can I have everyone's attention? Um, since we can't stop this and it already happened and I paid for all this, I mean, we might as well just get drunk and have fun. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you at the divorce party in six months. Whoa. And then drops the mic. The bride gets up and cries, runs out of the room. The groom shakes his head and takes off behind her. The whole family starts to erupt with... You know, why would you do that? U.S.O.B. Blah, 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 blah. People getting mad. All of a sudden you hear like uh, the table glasses falling and breaking as you two cousins or family members are starting to get in brawls over here. And then, of course, the familiar background noise of ladies going, oh, stop it. Oh, no. So then you've got that going on. Then you hear some kids start to cry because mommy's screaming, no, stop it. So they're like, yeah. Total pandemonium. Chaos. Security came in because it was in a hotel. They were able to quash everything, put everybody in separate corners. And the crazy part about this was they wanted to finish it. Really? So everybody, yeah. They they, still hung out after all that? All of that. Well, the people, the dad who did the big speech, he got booted. But everybody else stayed. And then they brought them, the bride and groom back in. And I reintroduced them. And everybody applauded and... And um, it was like, it's too late, though. The wedding yeah. was ruined. It was a lot, Dad. But yeah, he was not happy. 
<laughs> he was not happy. So that's probably, I mean, amongst many thousands I've done, but that was one that I it went out of control. In fact, what we'll do is we'll take a break, and I have a whole bunch of wedding stories here all lined up for us, so we'll read some of these and we'll see just how cringeworthy they are. Don't go anywhere. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate Show. So let's talk about weddings a little bit more. Of course, this all got sparked on by a Reddit post. What's the worst thing you've witnessed at a wedding? And here you go. <laughs> uh, I was a wedding DJ for seven years. I DJed several hundred weddings. I've seen a lot of stuff. One horrible thing I witnessed, I introduced the best man to give a speech and uh, handed him the mic. He starts out by saying, uh, well... There were a lot of things that I don't agree with this relationship when it first started and that I still don't agree with because it's seriously messed up and unbalanced and the dynamic is too one-sided. Then he starts to uh, just kind of rip on the bride. And then he says, that's not why we're here today. Why we're here today is to celebrate marriage between Jack and Ingrid. So I just want to say congratulations and best of luck because you guys are needed. Yeah, that's a horrible And that's lesson. when that guy is permanently cut out of the groom's life. Yeah. Okay, so I have another one, too, from the groomsman. Um, the groomsman and the uh, the best man and the groomsman were obviously in a relationship. Did I ever tell you this one? Uh, no, I'm thinking of a different one. So. Okay, so we were, I was in Hawaii, and they were all from Texas, and they all came with these big 10-gallon cowboy hats on, and they're all saying, you play country, son? And I said, yeah, I'll play country, no problem. Yeah, and they're all having their Aloha shirts with the cowboy hats on. Anyway... The groom gets up there and he uh, says a little welcome speech and then brings up the best man. And the best man comes up and he starts to cry. And he cries describing how he's going to miss his roommate and uh, what I assumed was life partner, I guess, in his mind. Um, So he says, I just want you to know that when he first met you, I knew it was going to be different because we used to hang out every night and then he wasn't there. And I just want you to know that when you do his laundry, he likes to have his shirts folded like they do in Target and put away nicely. And if you need any help, you can call me because I will come over and help. Seriously? Yes. So I'm behind him and I'm like, oh, this is a little bit more than a best man speech. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is a you took my man speech. And at first everybody was like, this is sweet. Mm -hmm. And then the bride started, her little red flag started to go off. And I could see her. She went from sitting next to him to grabbing his hand to grabbing his both of his hands to leaning over and putting <laughs> her arm around him like she was going to you know full mark her territory yeah, this is mine dude i don't know back off yeah, john so, so then he got done and um yeah that was it wow that, nobody else um, picked up on that uh i'm assuming they did but no one else acted like it was a big deal like to me it was a big deal to the point where i went back to the the hub that night and there was always wedding dj's cuz hawaii Everyone getting married all the time. Right. So there's usually six or seven of us that would go out. We'd always come back at the same time to put away our gear. Uh-huh. And everybody would share stories like, oh, it was pretty normal. Nothing happened. I was like, dude, you guys got to hear this. The best man cried. And they're like, huh? Let me tell you how many times the best man's cried. Once. It's not very often. So they're like, oh, was he the brother? And I said, no, no, no. He was like, they were in a relationship. <laughs> oh, it was crazy. Yep. There's that one. Uh, let's see. 
My dad uh, taking pictures at my brother's wedding. It doesn't sound bad, but he, when he was getting in the way of the photographer my brother hired, every pic he had has my dad right beside him, inching down and pushing him out of the way. My brother and mom were both really upset at him. Hmm. So, yeah, ruining photos. That's another thing, too. Whenever you ask, like, a cousin who's, like, a freelance photographer to get in the way of the real photographer, never ends well. And the photographers hate it. Stay away from the photographer's line of sight for the love of God. Mm. They're expensive. It has a huge cost in a wedding. Please do not go anywhere in front of the photographer if you're not meant to be there. Yeah. And uh, our final one we'll give you is I've shared this before, but at the end, uh, it turned into a story to retail. But the uh, pastor officiated the wedding had a heart attack during the ceremony. And my now wife and I caught him as he fell. We have the video of my wife in her wedding dress consoling the pastor's wife, who was in tears behind the podium. One of the groomsmen was an ER doctor. Oh, I mean, what are the mir- that's a miracle. One of the groomsmen's an ER doctor. He handled the situation well, and the pastor finally came back around. He was stubborn and insisted that we finish the ceremony, though the sounds of the sirens and the ambulance coming for him were in the background. Uh, then my brother, best man, uh, passed out minutes later because it was so scary. <laughs> and apparently he had to be put uh, the wrong collared shirt on. It was too tight around his neck, but we think he was just scared. And, and at last the EMTs had something to do while the pastor was uh, finishing up, I guess. so. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is a crazy wedding story. That just makes me feel like it's not meant to happen. The guy marrying you almost dies while doing so. Just God give me a sign. Give me another sign. Run, run. That's your sign. Those are a lot of signs. All right. We're going to be back in a moment. We got your stupidest person of the day coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? All right, here's a stupid person. It's a woman in South Carolina. She just got done voting. You know what I mean? Got voting, get your stomach hungry after a good voting. And she went in to do a little dine and dash at a restaurant. So she was... um eating at a restaurant in Charleston, South Carolina. Her bill was $77, uh, but they only put $25 on the table and took off. But it turns out she accidentally left something behind. It was her driver's license. So, whoops. So now the police are tracking her down. She's 23-year-old named Sadeja Manigault, and she's wanted on charges of defrauding public accommodation. So they know what she looks like. They know where she was last living at. And they have her photo, so I'm pretty sure they'll find her. It'll be quick. Yeah, yeah at some point. That but, means they have the records to whatever car she's registered to. Yeah. It'll be fast. It's going to be real quick. Anyway, congratulations out of the whole world. I mean, and we scour the world for stupid people. You are today's dumbest, and that is a true honor. Congratulations. You're the big winner. Enjoy jail. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. What happened over the weekend? Well, I'll give it to you. Here's all the recaps of Fallon, Bill Meyer, John Oliver, all that fun stuff. Enjoy. Listen, this is a new study says that the average parent hasn't had a romantic date in three years. Oh. Sounds about right, said parents currently eating the macaroni and cheese their kid wouldn't finish while standing over a sink. <laughs> 
Market lost $6 trillion. And of course, that's because of the coronavirus. Now, look, is this serious? Yes, it is. The CDC is now calling it the COVID-19, and you know a disease is serious when they give it a rap name. The coronavirus. One expert has predicted that 40 to 70% of the world's population will be infected within the next year, which is incredibly upsetting because there's only one infectious disease that two-thirds of the world should be getting right now, and that's Adam Driver fever. (laughs) Snap off my toes, you big unwashed buffalo. What? That's John Oliver from last week tonight. Funny episode he released. Um, What else? Jimmy Fallon did the thank you notes again, which is pretty cool. Here's thank you notes. Thank you, Lent, or as you're also known, New Year's resolution, the sequel. I'll try it again. I'll try it again. And this time I'm really going to give it up. Thank you, Bachelor Fantasy Suite invites for being a fancy TV version of texting you up. Thank you to CDC for saying that surgical masks are pointless for people with big beards. Or as ZZ Top put it, oh, we did. Thank you when the doctor tells me to say ah for making me feel like I'm auditioning for a doo-wop group. Uh, cough. Thank you, Super Tuesday, for being the third best Tuesday after fat and taco. There you have it. Yeah, and then, of course, there was a stand-up comedian on last night. It's John Mulaney. He talks about New York. Here it is. There's so many police car sirens in New York, but there's a new type of siren. You probably heard it. It's a new siren. It's a little faster, and it also has a fun and funky beat. And I think that cops like to use their siren more because they know it sounds fun, and they know it sounds funky. You've heard the new siren. It's like... It's like there's a DJ in the back of the patrol car. It sounds like two sirens talking to each other. Like... It's so fast. Sirens used to be so slow and beautiful. I was watching this old movie on Turner Classic Movies because I was not an athletic child. And it was a Hitchcock movie called Rope. And in the end of Rope, there's a gunshot. Bang. And then you hear this old-fashioned siren. And it was so slow and beautiful. It was like... It was like an old gay cat was dying. (laughs) But not a sad death, not a sad death. He lived a full life and he's surrounded by loved ones and he's in hospice, he's in cat hospice. And he's holding hands with a rabbi and he just kind (laughs) of... Pretty funny stuff. John Mulaney. <laughs> Funny oh thing. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll return in just a few. It's Danny and Kate. If it's on the internet, it must be true. 
celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. A new journey for love begins from the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood. I'm Kevin Frazier. Claire Crawley is the new Bachelorette. The 38-year-old California native previously appeared on The Bachelor. Season 16 of The Bachelorette premieres May 18th on ABC. Judge Judy will end after its 25th season in 2021, and Judy Scheinland is moving on to a new series called Judy Justice. Scheinland did not disclose where the new show will air. Judge Judy premiered in 1996 and has won multiple Emmys. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, rocker John Bon Jovi is 58, James Bond star Daniel Craig is 52, and which star of 2011's The Help is the daughter of director Ron Howard? That would be Bryce Dallas Howard, who today turns 39. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next E.T. This report brought to you by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. All right, we'll be back in a couple. Don't go anywhere. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So Vanessa Bryant wants justice after they uh, someone from the sheriff's department shared photos of her crash that her husband was involved in. As if Kobe and Gianna Bryant's death wasn't hard enough, Vanessa Bryant had to endure more heartache as Kobe's devastating widow learned that the L.A. sheriff's deputies were sharing photos from the crash scene. Bryant called it a violation of human dignity and of all the privacy rights of the victims. She asked the county sheriffs to punish those responsible to keep the uh, crash site a no-fly zone. Oh, it's horrible. People trying to take photos of where they died. But this is a thing. There's a whole bunch of photos floating around of like uh, the last place they found um, Kurt Cobain, where they found Tupac inside of the car. Mm -hmm. And it's even, you know, you go to Vegas. What do you see? The Bonnie and Clyde vehicle that's right there at that uh, that uh, midway. We've seen it before. Yeah, that could see it. was all shot up. So for some reason, when someone's famous, even the way they die becomes famous. And uh, people want it. So I don't know. It's morbid. Don't get me wrong. But it's not unheard of, I guess is my point. Right. You know? So that's out there. Uh, the original Trader Joe has died. Sad news out of San Diego. Joe Colum, the founder of Trader Joe's, has died. He died on Friday night at 89 years old. Colum opened his first grocery store in Pasadena in 1967 with the vision of bringing high-quality, moderately-priced, healthy food and great wine to the people. And boy, does he do it. We love Trader Joe's. Yes, we do. We are big fans of Trader Joe's. Today, there's more than 500 Trader Joe's around the country, and we'll raise a glass or two of... Uh, he was the one that made the two-buck Chuck famous. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. I, we don't, I don't buy wine from him. I buy food from him. And he's able, we can go there and buy food for the whole family for like a week and a half, two weeks for... It's like a week-ish. Yeah, like a hundred bucks. And we got five kids. So that's a lot. <laughs> so if we're like, this is cool. We used to go other places and it was $200 and $220. Yeah. You remember when you used to complain yeah. that I would shop there and I'm like, no, come with me. Yeah. I, let me show you. It's cheaper. I remember because I thought it was like upper class uh, hoity-toity stuff. I'm like, we can't afford all that organic bread. What do we look like? We're from Beverly Hills. Ding. It's me spitting in this spittoon. You leave my organic Ding. bread out of this. Yeah, well, it's good. And uh, finally, if you want to be part of something amazing, all you have to do is go check out this hotel that helps foster dogs. How would you like your dog to go to a hotel? 
The Home to Suites Hotel in Mississippi is helping foster dogs and find their forever homes. They take in one dog at a time. Guests can walk the dog, play with the dog, and even keep the dog in their room overnight. That's different. If the <laughs> guests decide to adopt the dog, <laughs> the hotel then brings in another one. The program started in 2018, and so far they've helped 60 dogs find new homes. That's where the next morning you see the dog smoking a cigarette out in front of the hotel. Stop it. You don't know the things they've seen in this hotel. It's been pretty impressive. I've been here six months already. It feels like, what is that in dog years? 150 days. I don't know, but it's a long time. <sighs> time to get back to work. And then they head back inside. Okay, Danny. That's my impersonation of a dog. Thank you for that. His thing. All right, well, we're going to take a little break, breaky-poo. I'm going to go grab some food, get my, my belly filled up with some non uh, or 100% organic, non-flavored oat milk, because that's where I'm at in life. I'm now 1,000 years old. Can't wait to get some of that in my belly. That's Maybe fun. get myself some water. I don't know. I'll make it crazy this morning. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So going to give you a coronavirus update. We only do it once during the show because uh, to be honest with you, me and my wife come from totally different spectrums on this and it causes us to argue and fight. And I don't want to argue or fight over it. So we're just going to give you it real quick and then we're get in. We're going to get out. Just, right? just give the facts. Just going to give all the facts. That's we got to do. Get in. Going to get out. So uh, as of yesterday, we now have six people in America who have died from the coronavirus. They're all up in Washington. Um, and to put into perspective, this was a um, nursing home that had gotten infected. And they think that there is about eight more people that have this in the nursing home uh, that are infected with this. And it's right up the alley of who they say is the most prone to die from this. They're, they're in their late 80s. You know, this is elderly people. They all have compromised immune systems for one reason or the other, and they're older. Um, that doesn't make it any less painful, but that's what's going on. Uh, there's been upticks all over the place, and uh, that's the number. So as far as what they're trying to do, uh, the president tweeted out uh, Monday that he was meeting with the head of all the pharmaceutical companies and that he was trying to get something done immediately. So you were telling me the story about they came up with the vaccine for H1N1 immediately. Yeah, and it backfired. And it backfired. Yeah, it caused, it caused I believe it was Julian Barr syndrome. Yeah. So they immediately had to pull it as soon as they realized that people were getting sick from this vaccine. And now, I mean, still today, people get H1N1. It's the most prevalent influenza A virus out there mm -hmm. currently, 11 years later. But what there's just, you know, and they're not even attempting to make a vaccine for it right now. Yeah. So... And the numbers that they released uh, yesterday from the CDC is they're expecting anywhere between 50 to 70% of the world getting this within the year. Right. Because that's so, how long it takes for these things to spread. You to don't, spread. You don't get the full scope of numbers. That's why, like, the whole 2% death rate thing, you need to kind of ignore that for now because you don't have a full scope of how the disease is going to work and carry in the numbers until a year to a year and a half post yeah. major infection. And there's probably, according to what they said too, that there's, there's thousands of people that already have this in our communities that just are asymptomatic. And that's right. what makes this thing spread so quickly is it's not like anything else where you go, oh, they have a fever, they have a cough, they're wheezing. Some people, a majority of them, get no symptoms at all. Well, a lot of people, if you have mild flu, whether it be you know COVID-19 or it be any of the other flus out there, for most healthy people, you catch it 
and it's not it's mild right uh-huh. you just you know you might spike a mild fever you may feel like congestion and some respiratory symptoms but you'll go oh it's just a cold mm-hmm. it, the people who have it more severely are the ones who are seeking treatment and then usually they will that's when they'll test you for yeah. said flus or whatnot and they'll say yes you have it but a lot of people every single day go through these you know, they they actually are carrying and spreading flu viruses around their communities, but they just don't know they have it because they are not as severely symptomatic as other people. As are. other people, so that's kind of where they think this is right now. So when you hear these cases pop up, these are the people who are sick enough to go to the hospital, right. sick enough to be ventilated, sick well, enough, or they were coming into direct contact with yeah. people who were confirmed cases. So yeah, so it's 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 been out there. There's a lot of people that have it, and you know it's going to be one of these things that run through. Our There's st- almost like a thousand people under voluntary quarantine right now yeah. that they're testing just to see if they have it. And or these not. numbers are going to skyrocket. And uh, you know, I understand. There's a lot of fear uh, out there. There's a lot of people that are uh, upset. This was an interesting story that came out of China. So apparently the coronavirus has expanded beyond people and into pets. Now this is where it's going to get interesting. The World Health Organization confirmed that a dog in Hong Kong has tested positive for COVID-19. The canine was discovered with low levels of the virus, had no symptoms. Scientists aren't sure if he's actually infected or picked it up from a contaminated surface, but the dog's owner did test positive for the virus. So they're now trying to encourage dog owners in China to not let them lick their face. I thought I read that they just confirmed that the dog had a coronavirus, but they haven't confirmed if it's COVID-19. And for the record, Parvo is a coronavirus. That Parvo is, is a coronavirus. Is dog. Yeah. So again, this is just one case. It's not thousands. So, um, but this is another thing. And with anything new that comes out, they're just kind of telling every story because they don't know if it's a piece to the puzzle we need to know. Right. Right. Is this important? Do we need to know this? Is this going to be a thing? And everyone should know that the major medical community's view on this is the the current influenza viruses out there are more what you need to worry about right now. And you treat this the same. You wash your hands. You don't touch your face. And you do not go out when you're sick, whether you have the flu or not, yeah. to not spread communicable diseases into your community and here's something else there's been a lot of false stories going oh around. yeah the so, false news has been crazy the about false it. news is crazy one of the obvious ones is everyone kept saying well you know how dumb americans are uh, they're not drinking corona beer because they think corona comes from it well that's not a true story it turns out that survey they did just asked in general do you like corona beer and 33 percent said no that's just a personal preference in fact it came out corona the company said despite of all the rumors um, that they, they're not experiencing issues in sales. Yeah, their sales have remained strong. The CEO says there's been no impact to the people, their facilities, or their operations. They have experienced zero lag in sales. So when you hear someone say people aren't buying Corona beer, that's how the that's a lie. Yeah. And for some reason, it's either funny to them or they want to tell the story, but that's not true. It's they're. They're selling just as much beer as they were before. I, I think the problem is we're at an age where information is literally spreadable within minutes. Yeah. And nobody is going and looking for facts. And we have this problem with not just, you know, the COVID-19 news, but li- like politics. 
I mean, just mindless things, you name it. Yeah. So every time you see, that's why our relationship's kind of funny because you're kind of a hypochondriac. No, so not, you'll no. freak out about, you know, this. Nope. And currently it is, you know, mm-hmm. COVID-19 hypochondria going on. Nope. And I'll go, that's not even true. Watch. And I will show you the full fact. Nope. So everything you read on Facebook, I don't care if it was your best friend or your auntie that shared it. What? You need My to bestie. go and look it up and make sure that that is actually facts because there's no need to spread misinformation and cause panic when there is no need for it at the current moment and that is your covid19 coronavirus update and that's all you get because we don't want to talk about it no more we'll be back in a moment it's danny and kate danny and kate show so let's talk about american idol the old zombie that keeps dying and coming back to life on different networks i hate it so much you can hear it from a distance groaning and moaning as the <laughs> the, the, the ratings start to lag and then they're sauntering <laughs> towards your tv tnt network oh yeah That'll abc be. fox what's it on is it on fox now I don't know. Or was it on Fox on. originally? I don't even know. I, I don't watch series. it. I haven't watched it in like 10 years now. It was on Fox originally when they got rid of it. Anyway, um, I guess in the American Idol latest episode, a contestant made history as she became the first person to walk in off the street without a first round of producer auditions before singing in front of the panel. The 22-year-old Courtney Timmons from Georgia was just singing out in front and Ryan Seacrest spotted her sitting uh, and singing. So he told her to come in and to sing. So she did, and she blew away the judges, and she got her golden ticket to go to Hollywood. So for those that heard it, it was pretty darn good. Yeah, but a lot of people can sing pretty darn good. So why does she get to skip the line just because Ryan Seacrest says so? Yeah, because Ryan said so. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> no, I'm not going to make Hey, my money is in this. Powerful. My money's in this show, so I'm going to do what I want. Uh-huh. And here you go. You're going to listen to her. Ryan, Ryan I, I'm pretty sure Ryan he's the executive do. producer for American Idol now. I'm pretty sure that he sold his soul to the devil at some point. He all, <laughs> he's like um, he's like uh, Apple and Google or like he like he's buying everything. Mm. He's putting his money in every pie that he can get his hands on. Well, he did it right. He came when he came to uh, to L.A. He became friends with the Kardashians, and he was the guy that spurred on keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah, that was his pilot. That he was like, hey, we should do this, and made money in his production company. Yeah. Then he did the Shaws of Sunset, and he did some other ones. Um, but he's he, he's involved with most of the major production over there. The band, American Idol. Yeah, he's uh, he's that guy. And then of course, you know, we bring it up many times. But when American Idol first started, there was two hosts, and then suddenly that second season, that other host was gone. Like Ryan got him fired quick. Oh, yeah, that other guy. His name was Brian something. And he was, the like, Ryan was, like, the secondary guy, too, because uh-huh. that guy was the main, like, host guy. Yep, and they got rid of him real quick. See you don't. You that's why I don't talk bad about <laughs> Kaiser Sose. R- Ryan's Mafia will come after They'll you. They'll come after you. They will bust your kneecaps. Yeah, we'll call him uh, the artist formerly known as Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come after that guy. He'll get you mad. Over the weekend, the big movie was The Invisible Man. The Invisible Man reigned supreme at the box office. The movie starring Elizabeth Moss, Oliver Jackson, Cohen brought in $29 million. The movie's about a woman named Cecilia who believes her ex-husband faked his own death and works to prove that the invisible person is hunting her. Dun, the Invisible dun, Man. Dun. Ooh, that's a... Weird twist. (laughs) Judge Judy is ending after making all this money being one of the highest paid television uh, personalities she's done. 
She's set to end her 25 years of dominating daytime television. The announcement was made by host uh, Judge Judy. She says that uh, CBS Television Distribution agreed that 2020-2021 season will be her last. The outspoken lady of the law uh, says the network decided to use reruns of her show after next season, but also says she's not ready to slow down yet. Of course she is. She's old. Judge Judy's like in her 80s. Is she? No, she's not. I don't think she's that old. She's that old. I think she's maybe early 70s at most. Judge Judy Age. Age. 77 years old. So I was right. Good for her. She's not 80. (laughs) We're both right. We met in the middle. Okay. That's called a compromise effect. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. She was born October 24th, 1942. Good for Judge Judy. And now she's at ending her no-nonsense. I honestly, every time I watch that show, I can't believe that those are real court cases. Like, that she's actually ruling on it. Like, this is this is the law. Yeah. Welcome to America. That's where it is. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a little break and return in a few. It's Danny and Kate. It's Danny and Kate. So has social media brought you closer to someone? I know a lot of people complain that it pushes them away, but um, has it ever brought you closer to someone? A contributor to the site Momtastic claims that social media brought her and her son together even closer. They said they initially started sending each other memes and jokes after discovering her Instagram account. And a year later, when TikTok became popular, she says uh, he explained uh, the platform to her and they started doing videos together. Ultimately, she says she pleasantly surprised that the Internet, something that she initially was very strict about, was able to make them closer. Make them, you know, because she's raising her best friend and not being a mother. Yeah, I said it. How about that? How about you be a mom and not do TikTok videos with your son? nice ain't trying to be mr dope dad ain't me your dad's dope he likes to do whatever you do tiktok videos with the girls what are you talking about yeah but they don't have their own tiktok account tiktok tiktok that's a different thing i know they don't have their own but they don't have their own (laughs) account so why would you give them their own account their children i don't know maybe lots of kids have social media accounts we we may just be the strict parents we are strict Everyone, they always tell us, all my friends have TikTok. All my friends. Well, good. Then they can be. They do in that. Like, all my friends have phones. Honestly, I didn't believe them. But when you watch the older, the fourth through sixth graders come out of the elementary school. And you know how they, like, cross the parking lot right there at the kids' school? They're all looking down on their phones. All of them. Trying to catch up. I'm surprised they're not getting hit by cars. Call of Duty info. Ridiculous. getting YouTube updates from. Whoever stupid they're following. <laughs> You're 10. Go jump rope. Get off your phone. Yeah, look at us. We're old. I like oh, this. It's good. Hate it. So one 516 9981 Is social media brought you closer to someone? Anybody that you know. Let's go to line number one. Good morning. What do you got for us? Yeah, thanks to Facebook, I've reconnected with people from high school. We've actually started hanging out again and going to do stuff, and I definitely mm. don't think that would have happened, or I don't even know if I would have seen them again if it wasn't for social media. No, that's a good point. I appreciate you calling in, but there's a lot of people from high school that I could care less if I ever saw again the rest of my life. Amen to that. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm not trying to, I'm not, there's people in there where I, I'll see every now and then pop up on people you may know, and I'm like, oh, I know them. There's a reason <laughs> We are not friends. I say that all the time. Mm-hmm. I have people pop up that I hate it, like oh. full on hate it. I'm like, why does this person keep coming up? I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah. 
My favorite's when they try to friend request you, or I typically get, Mm -hmm. they'll ask you for something. Oh, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm like, you beat me up in third grade. I'm doing okay. I hope you're doing okay, too. Not that you should hold on to something like that, but I'm petty. I do. I hold on to that. I do, too. (laughs) I have people that I full on did not get along with, like like catty girl stuff, Mm -hmm. and they all like follow me on social media, and I'm just like, why? Why are you watching my thing? You didn't even like me then, so why are you interested now? How you like me now? Why do you care? My biggest moment in life was going back to my high school reunion. What was it? My 20th? Yeah, it was your 20th. My 20th high school reunion with my smoking hot wife. And they, you were you dressed up perfect, and I was like, ooh! And I dyed my facial hair; it was great. I looked. <laughs> Your facial hair looked ridiculous. That's a whole not, other story. It did not look ridiculous. No, do you not remember what happened that night? Oh, because it turned black. Yeah. I did look like a Mexican wrestler, <laughs> but so I tried funny. to, you know, I tried to. And most of them, I don't know if they remember that. I was bald too, so like maybe Danny lost his hair and the hair color he had originally. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, but I came in with you, and everyone was like, woo. And I was like, yep, this is my life now. What do you do, football star, besides fix cars? Mm, take that. <laughs> so that was a good 20th. Feel good for you? Yeah, That's I'm good. petty. Let's go to line number two. Good morning. What do you got for us? So my ex and I actually got back together because of Instagram. It started by just her commenting all, all my posts, and then we just started to DM. And I really don't think we would have ever started talking again. Wow. Okay, I appreciate the call. I I wouldn't recommend DMing unless you're, <clears throat> you know, ready to get back into a relationship. I've had exes hit me up in the DM. I uh, and I don't respond to them. I always like to remember the phrase, they're an ex for a reason. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. back and think about why you broke up. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like selling a car and then getting a new car, then all of a sudden going back and Getting the old car again. Yeah. Like, why would you rebuy your used car? Yeah. This one's familiar, but yet it's already stinky and I know where all the stains are. And oh, this is why I sold the car because the tires keep going flat and yell, you're stupid. <laughs> so, as the air leaks out, you're stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to take a break and return. Stick around. It's Danny and Kate. It's Danny and Kate, and you know what? It's that time of the week where we get to go into Am I Crazy? It's one of my favorite segments where you call us up and you tell us, um, well, I guess anything that you're doing normally, and then we get to judge you and tell you if you're crazy or not. It's really more fun for us. Yeah. I like judging people, so one 516 Am I Crazy? Let's begin with line number one. Good morning. What do you got for us? Hey, um, hey, hey, I really believe that plants are living and breathing beings, so I feel really weird getting naked in front of plants. <laughs> I actually like to put a blanket over my plants before I get dressed because ah. I really, I don't want to flash my plants, yeah. you know? Am I crazy? <laughs> we appreciate you calling in a fear of nudity in front of plants. Huh, I think that's more of a fetish than anything, isn't it? No. There's people who marry roller coasters and cars and stuff. So if you think it's real, does that mean you find any of the plants attractive? That's or? not even what he said. I, To me, I would think that, that sir, maybe you're just not comfortable with nudity in general. That's what I'm picking up from Well, this. how would the plants see you naked because they don't have eyes? I mean, don't we all agree that things have to have eyes to see? Is that common knowledge or no? 
I mean, maybe because like they're animals that have crabby eyesight, but they can still but see they the world s- around them just in a different type of way. But they still have eyes, right? Just bad vision eyes. I don't know. That's I'm what not- I'm saying. I, I mean, it's safe to assume things have to have eyes to see. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a botanist. I don't know much about the world. I feel like he's uncomfortable with nudity in general. If you can't even be naked in front of a plant, can you be naked in front of like your like other people? Do you change at the gym? Like I have so many follow up questions. I shouldn't have hung up on him. Anywho, what do you think? Crazy or not crazy? Well, crazy. Yeah, Yeah. I think crazy. Yeah, that is. Mm That is what you would call bat crap crazy. Uh, don't not be mean. Normal. Don't be mean. That's not normal. That's not. Don't be mean. Let's go to line number two. <laughs> uh, are you crazy? Tell us what you've been dealing with lately. Um. Well, I've stopped up on so many supplies in case the coronavirus comes here. Like, like I have enough food for like six weeks for my family, mm. and like plus we have tons of masks and water. And I actually bought so much cold medicine at the drugstore the other day that I got. Wow, just a method. Wow. Okay. Well, that's not a good thing. Appreciate the call. I feel like I already know what you're going to say, mm-hmm. and I'm well aware of what I'm going to say. You're crazy, and you're crazy over there, too, sir. Because I stocked up at our house, too. So yeah, crazy. I'm stocked up. I get it. Crazy. Nah, it's, yeah. It, it, uh, I think that yesterday we had, a, I don't want to go into it, we had a debate over this. I think if you genuinely have a health concern because you are somebody who's got a pre existing condition, then I think it's smart to get these items and try to avoid the public for a while. But no, but no, if you no. don't have these concerns, then you shouldn't. You are at the same risk of catching this when it's more prevalent. Not even right now. <clears throat> when it eventually becomes more prevalent throughout the states, you'll be at the same risk of catching this as you are all the other influenzas. Literally all of them the same risk. No, I get it. But like, okay, so my wife's, or my wife, my sister's husband, right? Uh-huh. He was told to stay out of the public when the influenza bug hit at the beginning of the year. <clears throat> he has an immune compromised system. Okay. So, so when these things come in circular, and, and you always mention it, it happens year round, which is true, but there are times where it's more prevalent where, yeah, than others. Right. So during this time period, he was told to avoid crowds and going out as often as he could for the flu. Right. He was told the same thing for coronavirus. And that's what I'm talking about. If you're someone who has lupus or has some condition where you're already avoiding areas because you know it'll make it worse, then yeah, this is something you should be prepared for. But the rest of the population, y'all need to chill out and stop buying out all the Sam's Clubs and Costco's and stuff for the rest of us who are living our normal lives because that's crazy. Well, at the end of the day, you can take it back. That's the best part about this. I can't wait to see the walk of shame when people realize they don't need 7,000 It's going to be like Hawaii's hurricane season all over again. We (laughs) lived out there and that's what people would do. A hurricane's coming. Yeah, they freak out. They'd literally clean out the Costco and Uh then a week later, they're all all taking it back yep. drove me bananas and side note on the surgical mask they will not help you at all they don't protect you from anything there if you're sick so you stop spreading your germs and the healthcare workers right now are having an issue getting surgical masks so stop buying them so why do why do healthcare workers need surgical masks if it doesn't help you then? they because they don't need it for the coronavirus they need it for for working in hospitals when healthcare workers are like have colds or whatever going on they typically still work unless they have something very um like a flu or something right oh. so they have to wear the masks when they're feeling ill to protect their patients in the hospital mm. so if they and there i've had several nurses on my instagram say 
talk about this, that there's a shortage in the hospital supplies. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm glad I got my mask so that because there's a shortage. I'm Surgical masks will not protect you from anything out there. I'm going to say, but don't placebos, aren't those a real thing? If it, if it makes you feel like you're protected. No, it will not stop you from catching a flu virus or no, any other thing. I understand, but it will stop you from touching your face because you'll be like, oh, I have a mask on, don't touch my face. No, see, I think it's I think it would be worse. I think they think the, the protection, I think, is too much. Like if you have that mental, like, you know, helmet there that, oh, I'm protected mm-hmm. with my little surgical mask that doesn't do anything. Yeah. Then they're going to be freely moving about and putting themselves at more risk to catch anything out there well there it is that's our show hopefully you enjoyed yourself today <laughs> um we'll see you guys again bright and early tomorrow bye-bye